Just use the opportunity. One man's a waste of ammo. Stand out of your weapons. Keep those actions clear. We'll see you on the beach. All right, boys and girls, here we go. Seminars. Next one up October 15th through the 17th with a few spots left. Then December 10th through the 12th. And then February 4th through the 6th. All of those, of course, in Wichita Falls. We have some coaching development camps on the list. We're covering how to coach the squat. October 24th in Austin at Starting Strength Austin. And then November 6th in Cincinnati at Starting Strength Cincinnati. A couple self-sufficient lifter camps added to the list. Both of them in Wichita Falls. First one up November 13th, then January 22nd. Both covering the squat, press, deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. The Seoul Brothers in Seoul, South Korea are having back-to-back camps in one day on December 5th. First the squat, then the deadlift and power clean. And if you sign up for both, you get $40 off. All of our squat and deadlift camps are sold out. But we do have a three-lift camp covering the squat, press, and deadlift on November 7th in Baltimore at 5x3 Training. Starting to drink gyms are rolling. We just added Indianapolis to the list. And guys, I haven't seen Ray Gillenwater this happy since his parole hearing. But we do need coaches, so... If you're considering becoming a professional coach, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com and check out the coaching tab to find out how to go about that. And as usual, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. It's Friday and you're not. And I am wearing a red shirt today. You know why I'm wearing a red shirt? Well, because Bree handed me a red shirt. But really, the reason I'm wearing a red shirt is because it highlights my pinkness. Now, why is pinkness important? Because pinkness is a color. And I, therefore, am a person of color, a POC. So I don't want to hear all this bullshit from you people about white supremacy, all right? If anything, what we're all about here is pink supremacy. So all you white people can just go get fucked, all right? I agree. You're not shit. Yep. White people aren't shit. Nick's brown, I'm pink. Breeze. Olive. Bree's white. White. She's awfully white. Yeah. I think Bree's Italian or something. You don't even know, do you? Greek or Italian? No idea. You got any idea what you are? She's not loud enough. It never thought. It it never occurred to you to ask your mother and dad. I don't know what I am either. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't mean to go there. Well, <laughs> well, guess we better get on to <laughs> comments, comments from, from uh, the, the heaters. heaters. <laughs> These are some real prize-winning ones this time. <laughs> God damn. Oh, shit. The, listen to this devastation here. 
he'll be wearing a tinfoil hat soon. That guy's got to be 75. He must He must be. Shops at natural foods, natural groceries. There's some guy named Nick. I'm assuming this isn't you. I don't think so. There are other people named Nick. A few, yeah. yeah. Right. Rip is suffering. Rip really is suffering from Fox News brain rot at this point. Someone help this man and stop him from talking about things he has no business discussing. Actually, See, that this was is me. one of these, you know. <laughs> that was me, actually. Oh, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Somebody had to say it. Rip. Fuck. Yeah. You know. Rip the problem. Same guy. Rip the problem is that brain rotted Republicans are not differentiating the human form of ivermectin from the horse form mm. and getting really sick overdosing on it. That's the problem. Got it. Happens see, all the you time. You see, there's a there's a human form yep. and a horse form. Right. They're completely different. Yeah. But they're the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I've I've known of at least 15 people who've overdosed from ivermectin, and they're dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bodies. Blood clots. But oh, you're talking oh, about the. Wait. Wait, you're talking about um, the vaccine. I, I'm confused. <laughs> you're confusing ivermectin with the vaccine. <laughs> I see. Well, it's, you know. Happens. <laughs> does happen. Especially when that's what they intend for you. <laughs> oh, my God. You see all this bullshit. These, this, that station up in Oklahoma City, KFR, published something this morning and then took it down. Oh shit! Really? About a about a uh, there was about an overdose. About a study in that was done in Africa that said uh, that uh, ivermectin causes sterility in eighty five percent of the men who take it. Oh, interesting. Well, now, what kind of an <laughs> idiot would run a story like that when it's look? If that were the case. See, ivermectin has been in use in human beings, especially in sub-Saharan Africa, for about 40 years. Because it's what keeps you from being dead of river blindness and all right. the parasite diseases. So they've been giving it to everybody down there. And if that were the, if that were the case, there wouldn't be anybody in sub-Saharan Africa. Right. Now, would there? It's too much love. And we know that that's not true. God. But that's just too much thinking for a journalism student to actually... You well, and have the, to perform. And the so. truth is, it doesn't matter if there's a retraction later because whatever you said is is out it's, there. It's whatever you said. Is, whatever you is, said is whatever you is, said. Is these stupid motherfuckers. That, That's why I think we talked about this last time. The population yeah. just uh, just absorb it. Yep, like you got, a sponge. You got a six you know? minute long hit piece on on Joe Rogan and his his uh, handling of his infection, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the very end, it says, "Well, and you know, we don't have any evidence that." Uh, Anybody who's actually overdosed from ivermectin yeah. after having spent six minutes talking about how the horse now, dewormer was going to kill horse everybody. Horse dewormer is going to kill everybody right. that takes it because it's that's the animal version, yeah. see, of ivermectin. And you know when we when we when we buy a we syndicate a racehorse for six million dollars, <laughs> you might want them to not have horses or you, have worms. You, you 
of course, uh, <laughs> God damn it. I, I, I don't understand. People are so fucking stupid. It's just. It's just absolutely amazing. This whole ivermectin. Thing. I don't. Rem- I don't. This know. is the weirdest thing, man. I don't I'm- know where the where the where the the extreme skepticism came from. That because Trump never said anything about ivermectin. And no. usually this shit is like Trump said it, so I'm going to do the opposite. Right. That's you know? what they did to hydro- hydroxychloroquine. Exactly. You know? So I don't know where the where the ivermectin thing came from. It somehow turned into a right versus left, yeah. you know, thing. Right. Uh, it's fucking weird. It's real weird. It, it's it's real weird. I mean, you know. Uh, there are the three most important pharmaceutical developments of the 20th century are aspirin, penicillin, and ivermectin. Probably. Right? Now, of those three, only one can kill you with an overdose, and that's aspirin. aspirin yeah. Right? I, there's really not any such thing as an overdose of ivermectin. You know, the the dose for a human, an average size human, is 15 milligrams, 12 and a half to 15 milligrams. The LD50 on ivermectin is 15 milligrams per kilo of body weight. Now, I'm sorry if that's making you stupid people. Yeah, Nick here. Not this Nick, but this other. Uh, have to do some arithmetic, yeah. but uh, you, there is no such thing as, and I keep asking this and nobody's answering me. How many people in the past 40 years have died from ivermectin? Well, nobody heard about ivermectin until two months ago. Right. You know, nobody even knew. Well, somebody knows the answer to that question, though, no, but they, they're not saying. Yeah. They're course. not saying. Uh, so, you know, here's, here's extremely intelligent. Weird thing is Joe didn't even need to take it. He's healthy and took the best known treatment we have, the monoclonal antibodies. <laughs> hey, on the bright side, he will get rid of any parasites he may have. But that's not okay to say either, though, that because he's healthy, he overcame whatever he had you know uh he got better quick uh but what's what's the other side of that how many people that are in a hospital right now for quote unquote covid or whatever you know how many of them are 400 pounds and haven't moved in the last year Right. right and and that's that's something you're not allowed to talk about because that's uh you know it's it's whatever it's it's oh and i got a deal today on one of the things I subscribed to, there was a thing down in a Houston hospital where the 16-year-old kid, no, the 75-year-old guy with COVID, yep, family wanted him treated with ivermectin. Oh, right, right, and they refused. And the court uh, said you got to treat him, and then yep. another court said no, you 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 can't treat him, and he died. Yep, and he died. Now, my thinking on that is, why didn't the family? Just go up to the goddamn room and stick some 15 milligrams of ivermectin in the man's mouth. Are you that obedient? Yeah. You're, you're, you're so obedient you're going to let them kill your grandfather? The fuck is wrong with you? Jesus Christ.
Well, that would require going to the store and getting horse warmer, right? Oh, can't be seen doing that. That'd be unfashionable. So right. the uh, propaganda works. Oh, here, here's a guy. This is definitive. Does ivermectin work as a dewormer? Yes. Does ivermectin work as a treatment for COVID? No. <laughs> okay. <That's> settled. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I work with ivermectin in animal husbandry frequently. In other words, he owns a horse. Right. Yeah, it's relatively safe with some side effects. No, it, there aren't any side effects. It sure does, sure as, it sure as doesn't help stop a viral pathogen, though. Well, yes, it does. You're wrong. You've heard of being wrong, haven't you? This is an instance of you being wrong. It does have profound antiviral properties. But you're just a hater, so you can't be expected to be responsible for actual information. Uh, one day we'll get an SS radio clip that has to do with strength <laughs> and conditioning. I believe it. <laughs> well, we don't do strength and conditioning here on Starting Strength Radio. We've already done all that. We've done that elsewhere. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, maybe we'll touch on it today. Maybe we'll talk about strength training. Maybe we'll talk. I about mean, it. we only have five lifts. Yeah, there's only that we give a shit only about. A certain amount we can talk about. You know, right? everybody needs to do the novice linear progression until you don't anymore. And that's comments, comments. From, from, from the haters. Yeah, I mean, and most what, of you. What else to, are there to talk about? Most you need to gain you some weight. Squat, deadlift, press, bench press. What's that other one? Power clean. Power clean sometimes, usually. Power clean sometimes. Power snatch sometimes. Chins. Eat, eat some food. Do the program. Do the program. Go up five pounds. That's pretty much it. That's all there is to it. Not much to talk about. Yeah. You know. But we get to talk about ivermectin, and uh, it's fun because it's against YouTube's community guidelines. And they can't do anything about it. <laughs> Not with us. Right. Because you people... Are subscribed and they can't take us down <laughs> we'll just put clips up on YouTube that don't mention ivermectin and I, you know the channel can continue to grow hasn't it how many subscribers we got at YouTube right now on YouTube is 218,000 218,000 see we've gone up about 12,000 <clears> yeah in the last couple months in the last, last couple few months, months. Even I'm, after the we we put the uh, full video on subscription, right? We've continued to grow the the channel. So uh, I'm trying to see if ivermectin is still in, in the community guidelines for YouTube because there's ivermectin. been a lot of talk on YouTube lately, and uh, I'm interested to see if they're going around and taking everybody's shit down. Yeah, you know they've threatened to do that. You know it's just. Uh, it's amazing to watch this descent into tyranny uh, led by private industry. Private, the private sector is all for a tyranny. And that's, you know, that's fine. I haven't been on Twitter in, what, eight months? 
Facebook, eight months. If you people are still using Twitter and Facebook, you're you're just helping them. You're helping them do this to you. You know, it's uh, you know, get get out of the habit of checking on your Facebook page five times a day, and you know, looking at pictures of grandkids and stuff like that. <laughs> it's where I look at the grandkids. So, anyway, every once in a while we get somebody will post something to us. Uh, I think recently somebody put this thing up on the network forum. Some jack-off is talking about Ripito and making fun of his. First off, starts off making fun of my Texas accent. The Texas accent he thinks I have. You know, I guess I have a little Texas accent. At least it's not a California accent. <laughs> At least it's not a Long Island accent. <laughs> I'd rather have a Texas accent than a than talk like a Californian any day of the week. Shortening words unnecessarily. Yeah. Cali. Yeah. Calling it Cali. Oli. Oli lifts. I'm going to do Oli today, right? It's Oli day. Oli, it's Oli day. You know, I'm going to I'm going to drive on the 44 up to Oklahoma City. The 44. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Some of our friends are trying to break the habit right now, calling it the, the. and then the number. Yeah, right. Right. The ten. The ninety-five, whatever they, yep. The five. Just call it I five. I forty-four, like a normal person does. But no, you're from California. <laughs> you're all fucked up. <laughs> so, anyways, this fucking guy, little child, probably thirty years old. Oh, you're talking about the the video. I'm talking about the video. The, video of the, 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 the best part. The best part. And there's it, been two. Or, there's been two or three of those lately. And all really? these dumb fucks end up agreeing with you. They don't understand that they actually agree with you. I haven't watched them well, all the way through, so I don't know whether they agreed with me. And or don't not. don't watch them all the way through. But I, it's, 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 it's it's pointless. It's I mean, three minutes of how wrong and stupid you are, and and uh, and then they say the same thing that you say. Right. It's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. All these things basically start off with uh, Ripto wants everybody to drink a gallon of milk a day, and uh, Ripto's never coached any Olympic weightlifters, and you know, Ripto's fat, and uh, you know, this kind of shit. You know, it's just well, the you know, I just. The current favorite mischaracterization is that you are of the opinion that strength is all that matters. Is that right? That strength is all that matters. So in other words, so the the jump, the logical jump is then, uh, because there was a comment in one of the recent podcasts where you're talking about Lasha. Right. And forget the fact that you spent about six minutes talking about what a fantastic performance, how strong he is, all that shit, right? 
But you said some comment <clears throat> about, well, it's only half your deadlift, so technique doesn't matter. So that's the quote, right? Technique doesn't matter. Technique doesn't matter. So the, the logical jump is, then where is Ed Cohn's, you know, s- world record snatch? Where is this powerlifter's world record snatch? <laughs> Fuck. How do you... Well... Jesus Christ. That's a... That's that's interesting, isn't it? That's some little brain shit now, is what l- it is. You know, despite the fact that I am the author of in of the two factor model of sports performance. Right. Training and practice. Yep. That's that's my idea. Yeah. You know, that hadn't been articulated until I wrote that article. And it explains all kinds of things, including why Olympic weightlifters have to do the Olympic lifts and practice them for technique basically every day. Yep. But it also states and explains quite quite clearly why they still have to train for strength in addition to practicing their technique. And you have to practice technique with heavy weights. This is all this has all been discussed by me, not you. Right? Me. And uh, it's just, it's puzzling that, well, it really isn't. I mean, no, we've sold, we're approaching having sold a million books. Right. It's not puzzling at all. And, uh, you know, I don't know these people's names. They all know my name. Right. There's a an asymmetry there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Who's putting, made more people stronger, me or them? And putting Ripito in your in the title of your YouTube video oh, guarantees get you, you some fucking views. Gets you it? some views, gets you some clicks. Yep. So this kind of thing happens from time to time, and uh, I've uh, I've asked our subscribers to not don't drop this shit in my in my forums. I don't want to see it. All it is 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 you're doing exactly what they want you to do. They want you to provide them clicks. That's why they do this. That's the only reason I ever come up over in all these other little irrelevant fucking people's websites is because it gets them clicks when they say rip those full of shit. Well, look, you can make up your own mind about whether or not I'm full of shit. But every... Every time this happens over there, it is what they do is they mischaracterize my position and then refute that. They refute their version of what they think I I say, and that's not what I said. I never said everybody needs to drink a gallon of milk a day. What I said was skinny young men need to drink a gallon of milk a day. And that's, that's the only people that need to drink gallon milk a day. And I think I've been clear on that, but it's so much more fun. It's more fun, say, yeah. So much more fun to say, Ripito wants your grandmother to drink a gallon of milk a day. Yeah. Well, and if you it, and if you made yourself fat doing starting strength, it's your fault, not Rip's. Yeah, yeah. You made yourself <laughs> you fat doing starting strength. You didn't squat You enough, did something wrong. You, you didn't squat enough days of the week. You, you missed too many workouts or didn't you didn't read that heavy, article or you didn't that, make it heavy d- enough that uh, that discusses this very thing the article called a clarification that i have reposted hundreds 
of times because of this very thing. All right. So, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what, uh, what to do about that, but, uh, I, you know, just in general, we tend to not worry about, uh, about this kind of thing. And I, but the most important thing is we're not going to give them clicks. So don't put that shit anywhere on our websites. You know, if you want to talk about all that other, all these other people, do it somewhere else, but don't do it, you know, on, on any of our stuff because we're not going to, we're take it down. We're going to take it down because that's all they want you to do. Well, this, this, what, mer- this mischaracterization stuff rip is, is, uh, you know, it, 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 whether it's malicious or not, I don't know, but, but this is actually how people think, right? They, yes. they, uh, their understanding is very surface. Very, very even, superficial. Even to the things that, even the things that they are potentially experts in, right? So you've got, right. Uh, you've got a, a Olympic weightlifting coach. You've got a jiu-jitsu coach. You've got uh, some kind of sports coach. You've got a strength and conditioning coach. And their understanding is just, you know, it's the thing that I do, and they don't have a deep understanding of what's actually involved, the, no. the fundamental principles. And, and the damnedest thing about it is is that they could increase their understanding with relatively little effort, right? but they don't want to. Because well, requires, they're satisfied. It's uncomfortable to do so. It's it would it would mean that they have been saying something that's potentially wrong, and most people can't can't say I was wrong. Right. I do it all the time. We've you know that's what a new edition of the book has been for. Yep. Because like the first edition of Starting Strength, a simple and practical guide for coaching barbell trainer, whatever the fuck the name of it was. There's a bunch of stuff in that that was wrong. Yep. Yeah. And when I'm wrong, I'll admit I was wrong. I do it all the time. Yeah, most people but, don't operate under the assumption, especially when they have some notoriety or some clout, they don't operate under the assumption that uh, what they are saying might not be the best way to say it or that it's actually accurate from a fundamental perspective. They think that they will damage their credibility right. if they change their position. Yep. When, in fact it bolsters their credibility. Right. When I say I'm wrong about something and we've, we've changed our position on this, uh, people know that everybody's wrong from time to time. That's been everyone's personal experience. And why would a person with, with some credentials in the field take the position that they can't change their position? Yep. That's just stupid. Well, people don't like to have their intelligence insulted. You just hang on to this bizarre idea that you started off with and just hang on for dear life despite the fact that it's obvious that you were wrong. You know, we've been wrong about bar path analysis, and we corrected that. We've been wrong about the relationship of the bar position on the floor to the scapula. All this stuff was, you know, we said at one time, and a better understanding became available and we changed our changed our position on it you know uh we we've done that countless times you know we got smarter people than me pointed out you know that the the bar path at the top of a power clean cannot possibly be a straight line yep and i said you know you're right 
action and reaction, there's going to be a loop of some sort. And here's the interesting and, thing about and, all that. And so we, of we changed our analysis. Yep. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing about all that. A lot of a lot of those uh, those modifications or those those changes have come from people that are less experienced than you mm-hmm. in barbell stuff. Yeah. In coaching, right? So uh, I think that's a that's a really goddamn uh, interesting thing because you have somebody who who is outside of, of uh, who, who is removed from from that level of expertise in terms of coaching in the barbell lifts, who's able to make an observation. And if it makes sense based on the principles that that uh, that this model is built on, then it is correct. Right. It makes more sense right. and it's correct. And it's kind of the right. point here, right? Yes. The, the common sense, the, the, the logic chain that goes back to the fundamental principles, if that is solid, if that logic chain makes sense, even if you're not a fucking expert, you can, you can comfortably say that that's probably right. Yes. Physics is physics. Exactly. And, and denying that is if you're the guy who's looking at that logic chain and you're saying that can't be right. You, there should be alarm bells going off in your head like, fuck, I might be saying some wrong shit here. Right. And that's the problem is that people people aren't generally comfortable or okay with, with that level of introspection of saying, wait, right. shit, I might be wrong. Right. I got to look into this a little more. Like our, our high hips pulling model in the, in the, in the clean, the snatch, right? The, the Olympic weightlifting people have circled the wagons and want the bar forward of the midfoot. Well, what we used to say was that the bar needs to be over the middle of the foot so that the thing can maintain a straight line off the floor all the way up. Well, and we taught it that way for a long time, as, and, and that was the explanation. But it became obvious because we deal with this material every time we do a seminar. We have room, a whole room full of relatively intelligent people. And every time we present this material, we're thinking about it ourselves. And it became obvious to us that, yes, the bar does need to be over the middle of the foot when it comes off of the floor. But that the primary reason it needs to be over the middle of the floor, uh, middle of the foot as it comes off the floor, is because of the more horizontal back angle that that position produces, the longer the moment arm that that position creates between the hip and the barbell, and therefore the better an accelerator that moment arm, that longer moment arm can be through a longer portion of the pull. And that's why, that's why it's not going to be a straight vertical line after the top of the pull, because as you rotate the mass of your upper body behind the bar in order to rack it, there's going to be a reaction that's going to cause the mass of that barbell to to go forward a little bit. And your job is to minimize that because mechanically a straight line would be the best way to do it, but you can't do it that way. So you don't expect it to happen like that. But what we do want you to do is accelerate the bar more efficiently over a longer portion at the bottom of the pull. And we have photographic evidence, we have video evidence that every single time you start with hips low 
the bar doesn't go as high as it does when you start with hips high. And the reason is because of the mechanics of the pull that are affected by that higher hip position. Now, that's not the way we used to explain it. But as we became aware of the fact that that was, in fact, the reasoning, the reason why the thing was doing uh, a better job of uh, creating more height in the pull, we started explaining it in a completely different way. And, I mean, when something is, is right, then that's what you have to, that's what you say. You don't stubbornly circle the wagons and say that ivermectin doesn't work when it's obvious that it does work. And just repeating that it doesn't work over and over and over and over again, it's just a horse wormer. Just saying it doesn't make it true, all right? Saying it doesn't make it true. But if enough people believe it and they don't use that resource that's available to them, then people die. Okay? Repeating the lie may make people believe the lie, but it's still a lie. It's a lie to say that ivermectin doesn't work. This, you know, and, and some of the worst people uh, about this sort of thing are doctors now, aren't they? Doctors, uh, you know, when I was in college, the pre-med guys, um, I used to be impressed with the pre-med guys until I figured out that, well, hell, they're, you know, a lot of people cheat just to pass the course. The pre-med guys are cheating to make A's so they can maintain their GPA to get into medical school. And uh, I think that most doctors are probably about one standard deviation above average intelligence. They're the 120s, you know. And uh, to a a 105, a 120 seems like a pretty smart guy. But doctors are prone, just like everybody else is, that's not used to examining their positions from time to time. Doctors will just repeat shit they've heard, right? Well, dietary saturated fat increases your serum cholesterol. You've heard that a million times, haven't you? That's bullshit. There's not one single study that's ever been done that demonstrates that that's the case. Not one time has that ever been demonstrated. And... uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about that at length here pretty soon because that's a that's a topic of interest to me. It, how could that bald face a lie get so thoroughly entrenched in the medical profession and from there so thoroughly entrenched in popular culture when there's not an aspect of truth to the statement? It's almost a joke joke at this point. But whenever when something's completely fucked up. If you go back far enough, you've got you've got some fucking government bullshit at the at behind it, mm-hmm. and that's that's what happened with the 
with the uh, dietary fat thing. Yeah, right? Ansel, Ansel Keys was the young man that, that that decided that we can't eat bacon anymore. Right. And it's the same thing with this ivermectin you know. shit, right? Mm-hmm. What's what's at the end of that? You know, you got Anthony Fauci. You've got Pfizer, which is essentially Anthony Fauci, and the you know the, Pfizer. Those the 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 head the board of directors at Pfizer should all be executed. Anthony Fauci should be executed publicly. The man is a liar. He's he owns patents that are currently under development by these big pharma corporations. We know that he participated in the gain of function thing uh, that may in fact have resulted in the development of this fucked up little virus. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everybody, he's lied to Congress about it. He times. lied to Congress multiple, multiple times. times. He should be executed. Yeah. You tell him I said that too. Yeah, people want to be you know, real mad at the at, at at the big corporations, but when the big corporation has a revolving door between you between know the, the federal the regulatory agency regulatory in charge of them, it, it's and the them. same fucking thing. They're, they're not, the same people, right? They're the same people. They're the same exact people, right. and they are all sociopaths. Yep. They could give a fuck whether you die, right? They could give a fuck. Yep. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people are dead as a result of this kind of thing. Yep. You know, I mean. What bigger a sociopath than uh, Andrew Cuomo? Right. Could there possibly be on the face of the earth? Yep. You know, just put them in the rest homes. I mean, we, rest homes are too crowded anyway. Let's kill some of these motherfuckers. Yeah. He had to have said that. If to no one other than himself. Right. You know, but... Believe it or not, these, folks, these people are, are giant sociopaths. Yeah. and this is all this is all related to the actual topic we're talking about because the the uh, the worst person to listen to, and this is something that I've uh, started to really pay attention to in my life. The worst person to listen to is the guy who is in his field and doesn't have any exposure to anything else, which is usually yeah. who your who who is touted as the expert, as the best at something, right? So you yeah. got somebody who who has no exposure to any challenge, uh, who isn't really involved in anything else, a specialist like an uber specialist, right. and against that's, whom there is no recourse. There's there's yeah, that's the worst, absolute worst person to listen to. Yeah, and the, one of the advantages if that, he's wrong, Anthony Fauci has been in this position now for what thirty five years. Right, I remember very clearly back during the AIDS epidemic. Yep. Right. Same 30,000 people a year is not an epidemic. That's not what an epidemic is. Right. But he was responsible. I remember very clearly. Remember this very clearly. Anthony Fauci and Robert Gallo, his buddy up there in the government with the NIH, were telling everybody that would listen to him that by 1992, 22 million Americans would be dead of AIDS because it was it, it's going to get out into the general population. Right. It, it's going to get out, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. And if you people continue to fuck each other, then it's the end of the world. And, you know, Anthony did a bunch of personal research in the bathhouses in <laughs> San Francisco on this, so he obviously knows. But... 
it didn't happen because their fundamental assumptions were incorrect. Their fundamental assumptions were incorrect. And you can look up on the Internet what Kerry Mullis, the inventor of the polymerase chain reaction test, had to say about Anthony Fauci. It's quite instructive. Look it up. Anthony Fauci doesn't know anything about anything. <laughs> yeah. Is what this 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 fine man Kerry right. Mullis had to say about it. Winner of the Nobel Prize, right? Didn't Mullis yes. win the Nobel Prize for that? Yeah, I believe he PCR? did. I believe he did. And and even even if Fauci had the best of intentions then and now, you know, whatever. Let's give him the benefit. All of right, the doubt. let's give him the benefit of the doubt. The, the incentive structures are, are such that it doesn't matter because the incentive. If he's able to create panic, and he's able to create fear, the government is going to throw money at him. Right. Fix this problem. And it doesn't for us. matter whether or not he's wrong. Exactly. Because he's and immune. it ought to matter whether he's wrong. Right. And he's been wrong about everything he said. Yep. Yet. There's been no recourse against him, and there's not going to be. Yep. Right, right. right. And, you know, it's just there's this is this is the way things are now. If you're on the team, yeah. If you're on their team, you're you get to stay on the team. That matter it doesn't matter how incompetent, how incapable, how stupid you are. You're on the team, and you get to stay. Yep. Nobody will challenge. Yeah, no, is, is there's any, no recourse again. Is anybody other than Rand Paul hammering his ass on this gain of function stuff? Not that I know of. It's amazing. Five hundred motherfuckers in Congress, and you got one guy. You got one guy with the balls this. to stand up and say, "You sir are a liar." Yeah, it's amazing. And what's Fauci's response on the right to that? And left. No, I'm not. Right. I'm not a liar. How dare you say that? How dare you challenge How Anthony you? Fauci? Challenging Anthony Fauci is the same thing as challenging science. That stupid motherfucker actually said that. It's challenging bureaucracy is what it's challenging. Yeah. Yeah, so Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fascinating situation we find ourselves in here. When uh, everybody is running around lying about everything all the time. Everything is, I mean, and so here's what I want to tell you, all right? Here's what I want to tell you, and I want you to internalize this, all right? This is, a, view this as a public service announcement, all right? Everything you hear in the media is a lie. It's a bald-faced lie. All right? It is designed to manipulate you, not to communicate the truth to you, not to inform you. It's designed to manipulate your opinion so that you will behave in a way they want you to behave. But it's, it's more fundamental than that. When your doctor tells you that squats are bad for your knees, when your doctor tells you that deadlifts are bad for your back, when your doctor tells you not to lift more than 20 pounds, whatever the fuck that means, 
right? When your doctor tells you that ivermectin does not work against COVID-19, that it's a horse wormer and that's all, and that it's dangerous, okay? All of these instances require you to evaluate what you're hearing and not just swallow the bait. Do not accept anything you're being told if it doesn't make any fucking sense. Now, you're supposed to have learned this already. But the way people have been behaving for the past 18 months is as though no one ever told you that you were responsible for actually thinking about things. You just blindly accepted the fact that masks prevent COVID-19 when it's obvious they don't. If masks prevented COVID-19, nobody would have COVID-19. But everybody pretty much has had it by now. You know, you're told that the vaccine prevents COVID-19, and that's why you should get it. And then once they vaccinate you, they say, well, you have to wear the mask. Well, why? I've been vaccinated. And the vaccine prevents it. Well, as it turns out, it doesn't prevent it. But you need a, you need a booster shot. Well, why would I need a booster shot if the first one didn't work? Well, because it's the right thing to do. Right? Well, you're supposed to, you're supposed to think about what you're being told about this. Well, if, if I'm wearing a mask and masks prevent transmission, why do I need a vaccine? If I'm vaccinated and vaccination prevents infection, then why do I need to wear a mask? See, none of this makes any sense. You all know from eighth grade science that when you've had the chicken pox, you're now immune to catch the chicken pox from your buddy who's now got the chicken pox. You know that. You know about immunity. Even if you don't know the cellular mechanisms and stuff, you understand exactly what all that means. But you are being asked right now to abandon everything you know and just believe what you're told. You can't believe what you're told. Don't believe me. You can't, if you just believe what you're told, what does that make you? Well, here, here's why this I mean, is. I mean, are you your dog? Here's why this is so hard, Rick. <laughs> what are, you, are you someone's pet? Here's why this is so difficult, because you've got, uh, to, to us at, at least, it's very obvious that the people in charge, quote unquote, are are liars and they're liars. and they're sociopaths, sociopaths and their incentives are not aligned with my incentives they're no. you know they, they have their own agendas yes. whatever that's the way it is but right. the problem is that the people that we inter- that we deal with interact with in our day-to-day lives are doctors uh our coaches the, the 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 this little silly fuck on youtube that makes this comment those guys all these people are not lying they what they're saying they're they're not they're there are very few actual effective liars we we know a couple of them right yeah but there are very few effective liars these people are not lying my my general practitioner is not lying when she thinks that the vaccine will 
will save me from COVID-19. Right. And she's also not lying. No, she, she just believes she that. She believes it, right. And this, and this is the whole point. So she is being convincing because she believes it. She she believes a certain thing. The Olympic lifters believe a certain thing. The power. Everybody believes their shit. They're not lying about it. So... The, the, no, the, no, you're right. They're, they're not, not intentionally lying, lying the, the thing like that, the people in charge so, are. So what, what we need to do is understand that fact, that everybody's got their own shit behind what they're saying, and it's up to you and me and everybody to take the information and judge the veracity of that right. information, judge the accuracy of that information. Ex- exactly and what the, we're saying. And the point it, is that everybody has the ability to do this. You don't have yes. to be a fucking PhD in anything to do it. You, The fact that they're not intentionally lying is irrelevant. Somebody tells you something, whether they believe it or not, whether it's a lie or not, it's still up to you. It's up to you. It's your responsibility to evaluate what you're being told the motives of the people telling you are irrelevant you know in terms of the net effect of the lie you know it's it's you know i wrote an article a while back i went to a urologist for something completely unrelated and this guy in the course of this visit ends up telling me that I should take baking soda every day to minimize the amount of lactic acid in my muscles and I would be less sore. Now, or, I mean, you just that's gotta, not a lie. That's not a lie. That's just, gotta, he's an idiot. you got to feel sorry for him. You know, that's not a lie. He just doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. The net effect, though, would be the same worry it a lie of course were i to swallow that of course of course the the problem with the, the the thing that i'm trying to bring up though is if if you are there saying that that your doctor is lying to you a percentage of people will say no he's not i love my doctor fuck this guy i'm not right. listening to him right, right. so so right. we all have to we all have to accept the fact that you're you're the people that you pay money to do and the people that you listen to aren't lying to you but you have to be skeptical right it doesn't matter how much you like it, him. It doesn't matter whether he's lying if he's wrong. Right. Yeah, there's a difference between lying and wrong, and people you trust may be wrong about shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Could be wrong. They could be uninformed. People who should be informed are quite often uninformed, and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the CEO of Pfizer, right? Right. Who is a sociopath that needs to be killed. All right. Yep. He sh- I'm not talking about Anthony Fauci who's a sociopath who should be executed. I'm talking about your family practice doctor who is merely a dumbass. All right? He's merely stupid. All right? Uh, I had a kid in the gym. This is a particularly egregious example, but I actually I think it, it now that I think about it, it probably isn't terribly egregious. It's probably rather typical. Uh, the kid is a... You know, he's 24, big kid, big useful-looking kid, had a part-time job at a pharmacy. You know, he's working, you know, trying to be productive, but he's all fucked up. He's, you know, he's got a bunch of emotional problems. You talk to him, and you tell he's just a mess. You know, so I got to talk to him one night about this, and I said, what do you, you know, what what's, what's your particular situation? He said, well, I've got, you know, 
depression. I've been told I may be bipolar and all this bullshit. I said, who's your doctor? And he told me the name of his doctor, who is a famous stupid ass here in Wichita Falls. A famous stupid ass who runs his office as lots and lots of these GPs do where they have 45 seconds to a minute to consult with the patient in the room and then the nurse comes and gets them and moves them to the next patient. You know, it's a mill. It's a prescription mill is all it is. Yep. I asked him what medications he was on. He gave me a list of six or seven medications. A 24-year-old kid. Jesus. Physically healthy 24-year-old kid. And I said, just out of curiosity, has he got you on Prozac? Of course he does. And he said, yes. Yes, he has been on Prozac. And I said, just out of curiosity, do you remember when he put you on Prozac? He said, yeah. Yeah, I do. I said, how long did he talk to you before he put you on Prozac? He said, a couple of minutes. A GP put a, a healthy kid on Prozac after a two-minute consultation. It's standard practice. That's standard practice. That is malpractice Yeah, is what that is. I know a guy. Just, and, tr- and tell them that, that it, maybe it, you should try testosterone and see what they say. Oh, there's no evidence that. Yeah, but here's a here's a Prozac prescription. Good here's luck. a Prozac prescription. Good luck getting off of it. It's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I know a guy who is uh, on 11 medications, 73-year-old man on 11 medications right now. Had a stroke three or four months ago. And then they put him on another medication. Put him on an antidepressant. Fuck. I guess because he was depressed because he had a stroke. (laughs) It's just, you know, the same level of, you know, it's just a prescription mill. The The pharmaceutical companies don't want you better. They want you as a customer. They want customers, not people who got better. Because if you get better and you get off of their medication... They stop making money off your ass. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, how cynical do you have to be that that is your business model? What kind of a cynical bastard must you be? I mean, Pfizer makes Prozac and Lipitor. Yeah. Right? The two most widely prescribed medications in the history of the earth and the two most misapplied medications in the history of the earth. I'm sure they fought like hell to allow uh, GPs to, to prescribe Prozac. I'm sure they did. Because I think, I mean... Uh, the, you know, and the, the, the deal with Prozac is it's not like a monoamine oxidase inhibitor. Prozac's fairly safe because right. it doesn't really do anything right. much. Yep. It just kind of lowers the your level of ability. Sure. But you can be on it the rest of your life yep. and it won't kill you. It's just 
it's just expensive. And that's kind of the point, And it right? knocks the legs out from under your ability to actually get anything done. Right. But what does a doctor care about that? Yep. You know, you come in, you don't feel good. He gives you something that is going to at least make you not think about not feeling good anymore. Right. Right? Yep. And that's what you expect from the doctor. You want to leave with a prescription. You don't want to hear the doctor tell you, look, why don't you get outside in the sunshine right. and walk your dog for 30 minutes? Yeah. You know, and get get sweaty, you know, get your breathing rate up. Actually do something instead of me writing you this prescription for Prozac. Yep. Because you're not yeah. actually probably going to feel good. You're just not going to feel bad. You're just not going <laughs> to care that you feel <laughs> right. bad. Yeah. It's feeling good's a whole different situation. A whole different situation. Yeah. You know, like one of my buddies, you know, feeling real bad, feeling real bad a couple of years ago, feeling, you know, said some stupid things to me about what he wanted me to do if X thing happened. Right. Right. And I said, why don't you uh, get your ass up here tomorrow about five o'clock? And I'm going to give you some testosterone. And I probably shouldn't be telling everybody this, but uh, this guy's a dear friend of mine, and I'm concerned about him. So I, I had some testosterone. So I brought it up and uh, argued with him a little bit, threatened to never speak to him again. Just, you know, browbeat him into let me give him a, an injection of testosterone. And this is on a Monday. Wednesday, he comes in the door. This is 48 hours later. Wednesday, he comes in the door. And he walked in the office and he said, walked in the office and he said, you were right. Yeah. So what was the downside to me giving him some testosterone. He woke up with a boner. Well, there wasn't a downside. <laughs> there was no downside. None. No downside. Because that's not the way hormones work. Jeez. What's the downside of ivermectin? There, there is no downside yep. to ivermectin. You could take the entire tube for the horse of ivermectin, and it won't do a goddamn thing. To hurt you. Yet, people who don't know, who should know, are telling you things that are wrong. Are they lying to you? Doesn't matter. Right. They're wrong. You are responsible for your own health and your own situation. You, you're responsible for it. The doctor, try to understand this, okay? The doctor doesn't own you. The doctor is a consultant. You get an appointment with the doctor, and you have a problem, and you ask his opinion about it. And if, that, if his opinion makes sense, then you allow him to treat you. And if the treatment works, then the doctor was right. All right. 
Say you go in with a lung infection, and the doctor says, you know, you've got some pneumonia going on here. I'm going to write you a prescription for uh, azithromycin, and I want you to go right now to the pharmacy and fill this, and I want you to take two of them today, and then I want you to take the remaining three every morning for the next three days. And you go do that, the next day you're markedly better. In three days, it's gone. That's what's supposed to happen, see? What's not supposed to happen is the guy talks to you and decides that he's just going to get you out of the office with a Prozac prescription or Zoloft or whatever the hell they're writing now. And then you're on it for the rest of your life. That's not what's supposed to happen, see? That's not what's supposed to happen. Yeah, or you walk in and say, uh, my knee hurts. Well, what are you doing? Well, I've been lifting. We'll stop lifting. We'll stop lifting. Don't are do you that. doing squats? Don't do squats. Squats bad are bad for your bad knees. for your knees, man. Yeah. But He's not he, lying. He's just wrong. It's easy for people. He doesn't know. Yeah, it's easy for people to just stop there. And I'm talking about the, the, the patients or the customers now. Right. It's easy to just stop your thinking right there and say, well, you said it's wrong. But you could go down the street and find a doctor who will tell you to keep squatting. Yeah. You can go on the Internet and find a doctor, an MD, who will tell you to keep squatting. So th- that's the whole point here, you know? It, look for your own goddamn information. And if you yeah. – the, the truth not, is – It's if, not like you can't find this out for yourself. And here, again, we're talking about your personal responsibility. I know maybe you don't understand it right now, all right? But you can get to where you do understand it if you'll just make the effort. You know, you may really think right now without having looked into it because the mainstream media, the the Democrat Party media is telling you that ivermectin is a horse wormer and that's all and it doesn't work and you're going to kill yourself and it's extremely dangerous. All you have to do is say, well, you know what, I think I'll look that up for myself. You know, yeah, it's not yeah. just it's, it's, not, not, it's not like it's not available. It's not just dudes in North Texas and Oklahoma telling everybody to do this. There's there's doctors and scientists and highly qualified individuals who are studying and talking about this stuff all the time. And there are people who have taken ivermectin that, you know, you know, somebody that's taken it. And it hadn't hurt anybody. It hadn't hurt anybody. And to hear somebody say it's dangerous, that's just. If, if, if somebody that says that it's dangerous, they may be just wrong, but um, I would be more prone to call them a liar than I would be a dumbass, all right? Because if you're in a, if you're a doctor and you're in a position to to know about pharmacology and stuff. You know goddamn good and well that the LD50 of ivermectin is some bizarre number. You can't kill yourself with it. It's never occurred. You know, I keep asking for the death rate from ivermectin poisoning, and nobody has a number. You know why? Because there isn't one. Yet, here this moron on this thing I read today is saying not only is ivermectin not work against COVID-19, 
it's extremely dangerous. Now, that's a bald-faced lie. That's not just some guy that's wrong. That's a bald-faced lie. And you don't have to be the subject of a bald-faced lie. You can look it up. Now, you have to look beyond CNN. You can't rely on the New York Times. But there are other sources, and you need to get familiar with them and learn to use the other sources. The Internet's a big place. And you can find all kinds of things on the Internet. A lot of it's wrong. You know, I mean, the Chan people are wrong all the time. Right? But so is the New York Times. So is the Washington Post. So is CNN. But with the, the plethora of information sources that are available on the Internet, you can get informed about this, and you can learn to make your own decisions about it. And that's what, that, once again, this is your responsibility. This is not a luxury that you've got. It's your responsibility. If the doctor tells you that you need to be on Prozac for the rest of your life, you need to ask him, well, what's causing the problem that you're wanting to treat with Prozac? And if he, if he says something like that, you know, that's irrelevant. Just it, Prozac treats it, so that's what you're going to take. Don't let him do that to you. That's, that's, that's your fault. If you let that happen, that's your fault. Okay? If you don't question what they're doing to you, it's your fault. All right? You don't just blindly accept what you're told. But, you know, we live in a society, in a culture that has just gotten to the point where, you know, if you hear it on the news, it must be true. And where people are extremely impressed with uh, with credentials, <clears throat> extremely impressed with credentials, and yes. will and will ignore, uh, will ignore practical experience, will ignore common sense, will yes. ignore uh, experience um, in terms of of application in lieu of a. a, a a credential worship, hero right. worship. You know, it's <laughs> after all, he is a doctor. Yeah, that kind yeah. of shit. And it's just you know, it's so frustrating to you know. You know, and credentials are fine. I mean, shit, we have a <coughs> we have a credential that we have, right? But uh, but the more important thing is is preparation. So how was the how was the guy prepared? Uh, what kind of people does he work with? I would argue that you you and starting strength have. Uh, a better grasp and are in a better position to explain shit uh, because you deal with people who are not in this in the strength and conditioning world. Right. Everybody that comes to a seminar has no idea generally about the str- about strength, about powerlifting, about Olympic lifting, uh, about even sports performance. But they are doctors, engineers. Uh, physicists, mm-hmm. regular people at home, you know, uh, moms. These are just regular folks who are absorbing this information, and they're co- asking questions based on their experience. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, your explanation is is better refined. 
because there's there's no frame of reference for these people. So that yeah, so they has, haven't been warped by a master's degree in X fizz. And not only know. that, you have to start from a more fundamental level. You have to start from the basic building blocks before you can even explain any of the any of the more any of the actual concepts about how to squat and how to program and how to do this stuff because they don't know anything about. You got to explain stress recovery adaptation. But if you've already right. made all these assumptions about how shit works, if you already made it, made these assumptions based on your practical experience as a power lifter or an Olympic lifter or a jiu-jitsu guy or a firearms instructor, uh, because you're good at it, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That, uh, you, because you, you haven't you examined it you haven't from examined first causes. It. Exactly. You haven't, you haven't examined it. So you've got you've got for, for people listening, you've got to look at not only the, the credentials and the uh, – and what other people say about somebody, but you've got to, it's important, at least for me, when I'm looking for somebody to learn from or to give my money to, mm-hmm. I go to seminars and classes all the time. Um, I don't give a shit if the guy has been in SEAL Team 6 or, or you know, is a jiu-jitsu black belt. I don't give a fuck about any of that because it doesn't tell me a damn thing about no. how good they are as an instructor, as a teacher, as no, a coach. No, or a thinker. It, or a it thinker. Just, all it tells you is, is this guy is pretty good at this. He's good. But that's the only his thing. His ability to communicate that to you is quite often inversely proportional to his ability to perform it. Right. And this fact, is see this is this is what's wrong with hiring mathematicians with a PhD to teach college algebra. Yep. You know this is the classic problem that you run into in four-year schools. You got a bunch of kids. You got thirty-five kids in the in the class that have to have college algebra, and you got a guy standing up there that has that doesn't understand why you don't already understand college algebra. Right. Yeah. You know, because it's his language. Right. And he doesn't know how to deconstruct yeah. your question and then explain it to you. Sure. Because you- he's he's operating up here. This is the this why would why does the USA, why does USA Weightlifting always go out and find the best Olympic weightlifter they can find for the national coach? Because they're teaching Olympic weightlifters. People that already know what they're doing. Doesn't matter. And But, but, now, but, you, they, but now you've got a name attached to it, right? right. And that's the thing. Because the, going back to your example for the mathematician, you can leave that class. If it's a well-known, renowned mathematician, you can leave that class and say, well, I studied under... Right. Dr. Patel, what the, whatever what, the fuck, what's, PhD. What's what's again? It doesn't mean a goddamn thing about what you learned. No, no. It, or it, what it, he taught you. It probably meant that he didn't explain much of anything to you. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The guys but because he doesn't know how. And and if you are at that level yourself, you don't need him to explain anything to you. But I'm talking about the bulk of the kids that are in the class that need to have things explained to them. Right. You know, this is, you know, this is, once again, it's just a rehash of the same problem. Where do you find the shittiest strength and conditioning coaches? Yep. They're at the pro and division one level yep. because they're dealing with people that are already good. Right. And don't need to be coached in this stuff. You know, you hire guys with 38 inch verticals. They're strong. They're strong already. Could they be stronger if they were coached correctly? Yeah. Right, but as long as everybody's operating at the same low level in terms of strength coaching, doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Yep. So. Anyway, well, hope some of that made sense to you. 
hope some of it made sense. What what I want what? you to, to to understand, if you don't understand anything else, is when people tell you shit, don't swallow it. Don't just believe everything you're told about the vaccines, about ivermectin, about strength and conditioning, about anything. Don't just believe it. You are responsible for a certain level of analysis, and you need to get your head wrapped around the idea that you can, in fact, do that. And you should, in fact, do that. Every time something is Anytime somebody attempts to feed you something, ask what's in it, right? Yeah, don't be lazy. In 2021, you have options. You, you, you don't, have options. You don't need to go to the to the doctor down the street. You can find a doctor with lifting experience. You can find a, uh, you know, you can find whatever you need, whatever whatever talent stack that you are looking for out of somebody that uh, complements what you do in your life. You can find that. It's easy. We're in a. There's more information available now than there ever has been in the history of the world, and it's right at your fingertips. So it's not necessary for you to believe anything anybody tells you. If it smells like bullshit, look it up. It probably is. But the but don't make the mistake of believing what you're told just because it comes from somebody with some perceived credential. That's, that's the problem. Authority is what's gotten us in the mess we're in right now. Yep. You know, one aspect of authority is them telling you what to do. The other aspect of authority is you believing it's the right thing. Both are problems. Thanks for joining us on Starting Strength Radio. We'll see you next Friday.